2: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: Welcome back. Another mega hour ahead. Uh, It's always exciting when we can get Jason Kelsey out. And now we're finding out that the Christmas album that he did with his fellow Eagles is a spectacular, sensational hit. And they're back ordered now, and we're giving one away today. On the line with us is one of the lead singers on that album. He's also a fine center on the Eagles, Jason Kelsey. Hi, Jason. How's it
3: going, Angelo?
0: Hi, Jason. I need a little information here because this album sounds spectacular. And could you just tell me, like this here, I'm hearing some of the best singing voice I've ever heard. Who's singing this here? Uh, Wayne Johnson. That's We're Lay Johnson. That is not you.
3: No, I'm the second verse. I'm the worst singer on that track.
0: Wait, are you I'm the, the worst?
3: Wor- Basically, if you hear somebody who can't really sing singing, that's me.
0: All right, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I think I might have it. <laughs> Very often. So you're saying Lay Johnson, that sounds phenomenal. He's a great singer?
3: Yeah, Layne, uh, especially when it comes to ca- country uh, music or anything that needs a, a silky baritone uh, texture to it, Lane's your guy for sure.
0: All right, well, here's another. Now, this one is White Christmas. You're in it, and then Jordan Maialata's in it. Let's see if people can identify which one is Jason and which one is Jordan.
3: May old days, may old days, may old days be merry and bright and may all your Christmases be white.
0: Is that you, Jason?
3: That's me, Angelo.
0: Hey, the way you said that, you you weren't that proud.
3: Well, that was good. It was yes. very good. Well, just you know, it's 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 a bit airy. It's a bit uh, wheezy, <laughs> but uh,
0: you know, it gets the job done. I hey, Joe, do I have my latitude <laughs> Let's hear a little bit of my alotta.
4: Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> wow, Jason, hold on. This must be the most talented singing offensive line in football history. <laughs> it's a, no wonder yeah, why you I sold mean... it out. Wow. <laughs> Whose who's yeah. idea was this thing? Whose idea was it?
3: You know, um, I, you know I, I randomly was thinking last holiday that, um, you know, that'd be really fun to do. And I knew that Lane and Jordan could sing. Um, so I went up to them. They were on board right away. Uh, they thought it would be a fun time. And I uh, spitballed the idea by, by uh, Connor Barwin. And let me tell you, I have a lot of ideas. Yeah. All I do is come up with ideas <laughs> while I'm uh, sitting there watching film. Uh, and Connor Barwin's actually really good uh, at putting wow. things in motion. So he uh, got in contact with uh, a mutual friend of ours, Charlie Hall, um, through some recommendation of his wife, Laura. And um, the whole thing really came together after that. We kind of had to sit down, talked about, what we wanted to do, and all of us really just had a great time. And, uh, I mean, I, I feel like the, the joy that we had putting it together and the fun and uh, the jubilation that occurred uh, making these songs really come through in the album. So it's turned out much better. I can't emphasize this; It's turned out much better than I ever <laughs> thought or anticipated it being. But um, it, it's been a lot of fun.
0: It's a big hit. And you know what I really appreciated, Jason? All these offensive linemen, never in any song did they jump a little too fast, you know, do a fat false start. Because I noticed. Right <laughs> Jason, I noticed in the game Sunday. The only <laughs> negative was you guys kept jumping. Tell me what was going on
3: there. I just got to lock you in, you know. I think, um, you know, it's easy when you're, when you're thinking about, you know. Your job or a call changes, or things are happening in the game. It's easy to lose track of the snap cadence. You can't do it. You got to stay locked in, and you got to you got to uh, make sure that um, you know you're focusing on that first and foremost. Um, yeah, between that and the holding calls, it was it was a, a heavy penalized uh, day for the offensive line. So we got to get that cleaned up uh, for sure.
0: Well, I want to know a little more about the holding. I think they got you in one of those. And I yeah. didn't, I didn't see much there, Jason. And I'm wondering if, or every ref crew calls them so differently, you can never really be sure if they're going to call it or not.
3: Well, we we knew going into the game that they were high in holding calls. Huh. You know, the, the Eagles do, the, the Eagles do do a great job of kind of you know telling you what each officiating crew has a tendency to call. Because um, the reality is. The game that is being called out there is what's is what's happening, right? It doesn't matter what. One of my least favorite things that we do is come back the next day and they're like, "Hey, you know, that's a bull crap call on you. That's not a penalty." I was like, "No, it was a penalty, and they called it for uh, ten yards." So huh. um, we need to try and eliminate these things. You know, there's been a lot of downfield penalties and and things like that that have hurt us. And um, the bottom line is, you have to go go with what's called and. Um, you know, I know the the referee that made that call very well. We talked even after that play. And so, you know, I think it's, you know, some, some days you're going to be able to do that, some days you're not. And that's being a mature player in this league is knowing how to toe that boundary and, and uh, being able to uh, avoid penalties um, while still getting your job done.
0: That is a very mature way to look at it, Jason. Uh, I want to talk <laughs> – well, I'm not, I don't normally look at things that way, but it makes sense to me. L- let me get to revenge here because what we saw with uh, A.J. Brown last week, he said it after the game. That game meant extra for him. This week, yeah. Brad, Bradbury against the Giants who discarded him. How big a factor is that? Does that filter around the team when one guy is really wanting to get a team back for what they did to them?
3: Well, you know, I I don't think so. I think it's obviously meaningful to the specific player who's playing against a former team. Uh, sometimes former coaches. There's a lot of emotion that goes into that. But um, man, you got to keep it about the game for especially the team. You know, you the, and, and try and make sure that we're focused on ourselves and and doing our jobs. Um, now there will be some heightened emotions, I'm sure, for the guys that are doing that, and this week for Bradbury, but. Um, you know, that's our job as teammates is to, uh, you know, kind of, uh, one, support him, but two, also go out there and do battle with him and, 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 and let him kind of, uh, um, you know, get lost in, uh, the enjoyment of playing with your teammates. Um, and I think that, uh, I think Nick does a great job, too, of throughout the week just keeping the main thing the main thing and, uh, you know, the, take care of the football. Play good defense, play good offense, and, and you're going to win a lot of games.
0: Jason, speaking of revenge, and I didn't know this until Rhea told me about it. Okay, so Brian Dable was the offensive coordinator at Alabama when they switched mm-hmm. in the championship game from from Hurts uh, to Tua. And I know he's not very emotional. We don't see any emotion from Hurts. But that would sting yeah. a little, wouldn't it? Don't you think he would like to show Dable that he's better than Tua when he plays on Sunday?
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, one, I didn't know that. But two, um, I mean, again, whenever you have these former relationships, the yeah. games always mean a little bit more. more. Um, you know, we played Andy Reid the, the first time back around when he was coming back to Philadelphia from in Kansas City his first year. Uh, you know, that was a meaningful game for, for everybody involved in it. Um, but, you know, again, this game is too hard. It's too detail-oriented for you to be worrying about a lot of that other stuff, especially at the quarterback position. Uh, you you're you're in charge of so many things uh you'll be emotional before and after the game, I'm sure uh, as a player um, but during the game man you got you gotta get lost in in your job and, and 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 what what the task is at hand otherwise you're you're gonna be uh having a hard go at it.
0: Jason, I only got one more question and it puts you in a very odd position, but I have to ask it. Uh, Jalen hurts, we think it's had one of the best years we've ever seen. Uh, A guy in Kansas City named Patrick Mahomes is uh, really having a great year with your brother, Travis. Who's the MVP? Mm -hmm. Of those two, who more deserves to be the most valuable player, Hurts or your brother's (laughs) pal, Patrick?
3: (laughs) Well, it's tough. uh, We interviewed both of them. I think they're both uh, very uh, quality candidates. Um, Obviously, uh, Pat has already uh, achieved that once. you know, I think I really do. I'm not trying to be a homer here. I think what Jalen has done this year has been, uh, you know, second to none. I think uh, the record speaks for itself so far. We got to keep going with that. Um, but if you look what he's done in the passing game, you look what he's done in the running game, and the uh, the big stat that I still think everybody overlooks is the fact that he's done all this while taking care of the football. Yeah.
0: Um, you know, yeah. T-
3: to make to make plays, it's very very difficult. And you have to take shots. You have to take chances. And when you take chances, you, you expose the ball. You, you, you have to take risks. And uh, I think Jalen has done a phenomenal job of doing so in a very um, composed way, in a very uh, um, advantageous way. You know, his touchdown-interception ratio is fantastic. He's got the yards rushing. He's got the yards passing to show uh, what a dynamic player he's been for our offense. Um, you know, he's not the name that Patrick is yet because he's still young and still proving himself. Uh, but I look forward to him continuing to do that. And, um, for um I mean, I, I don't think through this part of the season, I'm definitely going with Jalen Hurts.
0: Love it, love it, love it. Jason, in future appearances on the show, should I identify you first as the center on the Eagles or a singer? What would you prefer?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I would much prefer singer, much prefer singer. <laughs>
0: Jason, good luck up in uh, Meadowlands. Thanks for coming out, as always. Thanks, Jason. Uh, All right,
3: thanks, Angel. And
0: that song, that album is killer. It's real. Now, I I need to find out, Cindy, is that going to be available later before Christmas? Because they're back ordered right now because people went wild for them. Cindy was able to get one, but I think she stole it. I, I so, so Cindy, it? All right, wh- 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 is, it, is it going to be available?
5: I, th- not as of yet. What? If it's sold out prior, I, I'm trying to find out, but I will tell you that people go to the pro shop at Lincoln Financial Field, right. and the employees immediately go, if you're looking for the Jason Kelsey album,
0: it's That's not here. That's how big it is. Yeah, so, oh, wow. and we have it, this copy. And that. you just heard him. He's not even one of the better singers. Uh, well. <laughs> the other guys are better singers I'm than him. i not say that, but. All right, one last thing. Are you excited about the end of the show?
5: I can't wait. Ruben
0: Rube. Amaro Jr. <laughs> does Feliz Navidad. I can't wait. Ruben Amaro Jr. in his singing debut, his mom Judy's listening. There, she has already indicated you to building us. building this up so much? She's no concerned. <laughs> she's concerned. She does not think he's that good a singer. We'll all find out together at
4: the Perfect. end of the show. I Can't
0: wait. Let's go back to the phone. Simon John's out of line. Hi, Johnny.
4: There'll be parties for hosting, marshmallows for roasting and caroling out in the snow. There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the stories of Christmases long, long ago. Oh, oh it's the most wonderful time of the year. Best Christmas song ever. Wow. Andy Williams.
0: And you nailed it too, John. John, is it a big deal in Hamilton every year for Christmas? What do they do in your town?
4: Huge, very huge. You guys got me excited. I'm going to put a Christmas, Eagles Christmas words, it's the most wonderful time of the year, on Monday after another big victory. Oh, everybody is
0: singing when you're 11-1. and I love it, John. And, of course, you will be setting up the game Sunday tomorrow on our show. Is that correct? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. You've got a job.
4: You guys got, you get all these interviews, Kelsey, they're all important. Why don't we get these analytic people on that are so smart? Because I don't think they realize, instead of figuring out with all their numbers up in the booth or office, wherever they are, when to go for two, when to go for it on fourth down, tell them to crunch the numbers of the difference of the Eagles' chances of going to the Super Bowl as the number one seed, where God forbid we go to 14-3, and three, lose two games, you drop to the fifth seed, three games all on the road. Look at those numbers and how dramatic difference they are. That's what those guys should be doing and pounding home the next three weeks. I like it, it, John. Home field.
0: I try to keep nerds off the lines because I am one myself. But that's not a bad plan. Stay there, John. It's the most wonderful time of the year. We got some with so far, don't we, Rube? Great what do we ones. have? Could You want to go through the whole list I we can got? can go through it if you like. Because uh, you cannot nominate Feliz Navidad because that's something that that's Rube correct. is doing. Everything else is available. He's the judge. What do we got?
1: Uh, White Christmas. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. The Christmas song, Silent Night, Little Drummer Boy, Jingle Bells, Blue Christmas, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and The Most Wonderful Time of the Year. All right.
0: We are going to be talking now when we come back uh, a few minutes after we come back, we'll be talking to our psychologist, Dr. Joe Fish, about how people are handling 11 up and one down because some people can't handle success that great. (laughs) But we come back. Your calls, including Debbie, has a brand new song. She knocked everybody out of the park.
6: The spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
0: All right, welcome back at 823. And a couple of minutes from now, we got Dr. Joe Fish out. He contacted me and he had noticed that a lot of people are not doing well with 11 and 1. I'm going to tell you (laughs) why, Johnson. Why is that? I got as twelve games Eagles have played, nice. and I offer my, uh, as you know, my uh, email account for anyone who wants to contact me at any time, Radioman Six Ten at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I got the fewest emails of the season so far because the Eagles won easily. Oh, nothing so to complain about. There well, was very content. Nothing. And it has even taken me three days to find the MVP voting at ESPN's miscarriage of justice to get really upset. Mm -hmm. It is always more comfortable in this city when we're bitching. (laughs) Dr. Joel will explain why in just a couple of minutes. I do have to get Stu up here first. Hi, Stu. How are you? Hello. What's up, Stu? Hello. Hi. You're on the air. Oh. All right, Hello? I'm going to put... It's a great call. Joe, see if Stu is of, of right mind. I got to bring Debbie up here for a second. Hi, Debbie. Hi, Angelo. How are you? Debbie, remind us on this incredible song you did earlier this week.
5: Well, the first one was uh, yellow flag, yellow flag, penalties all day. That oh. one.
0: That was It was magical. Debbie, it captured the penalties in that game beautifully. It has encouraged you to do f- further music. Is that right?
5: I heard you on Tuesday berating another Debbie asking her oh, if yeah. she uh, was the singer. So was not I, sent good... my husband, I sent my husband writing with an idea, and we have the answer for Ava's question about who's responsible for this season.
0: All right, because the current question is, is it more Howie or Nick? And we're about to add Hertz to that list. Do you have in the song what answers that depth? I definitely do. All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it.
5: You're not going to believe what I saw. Right. I saw Howie dressed as Santa Claus. Looking at the list we made last year. Wanted a wrist- you made me a believer by putting AJ Brown underneath our Christmas tree. I saw how we dressed as Santa Claus. Seeing the defense is on our list. Has Sean Reddick's here to? Jordan Davis stuffs the gap. I'm loving Howie Claus this year. Ah, We
0: love you, Howie. Now at least, no, Debbie, you're listening to me. You are now officially our singer. Now, oh, is what this, a
5: wonderful honor. Thank you well, so much.
0: It's a good honor. A whole but another
5: month and a half. Yeah,
0: that's the problem. It's not, it's not, a, it's not what you call <laughs> not a long term. It's not a residency or anything like that. But, Debbie, you're <laughs> awesome, and your husband's writing the lyrics. Is that how this Rob, is going? Rob totally
5: wrote this one. I oh. texted him. This is what I was thinking about, and he just went to town.
0: All right, Deb, anytime time you feel the motivation... I will get you on here with these songs because they're better than what Conklin is doing right now.
4: <laughs>
5: well, we Not will nice. be calling in. My husband, Rob, will uh, be making a de- debut. We have something in the works oh, for the Dow. Wait a minute. Are you saying you
0: do duets too? No, this is this is spoken word more. Oh, a spoken word. prose. Interesting. Debbie, prose. thank you, thank you. Do you want to nominate a song that's your favorite? I have to tell you
5: that all Christmas songs stink, and that's why we rewrite them.
0: Wow! wow. Debbie takes a stand. Wow. Debbie Downer. I love it. Yeah, yeah, in a way she wants. <laughs> like hey, go we, on, Rose. Question of the day: We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> add to it. What do we got so far? All
5: right, it's brought to you by Arm Chevrolet, wishing their employees, customers, and WIP listeners happy holidays. Find a roads to Arm Chevrolet closer than you think. Who is more responsible for the Eagles' eleven and one record? Sixty percent. Howie Roseman. That's over the Nick correct Sirianni. answer. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Let's it is. make it more complicated.
5: Who is more responsible for the Eagles' eleven and one record? Howie Roseman, Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts.
0: Mm. I am sticking with the Howie Roseman. John Johnson. This is the
7: easiest question you've had in a long time. It's Jalen Hurts. Free of Riau.
5: It's the first time John Johnson has ever been right. <laughs> <laughs> Ruben
0: Amaro
1: Jr. God, I'd love to say Howie on this one, but it, to me, it's got to be Jalen. He's on the
0: field. He's doing yeah, it. How he's did it hold done, on, man? How did Jalen get here? Hello,
7: Ava. Jalen hurts. <sighs> this may be the it's single the most... greatest season we've ever seen from an Eagles it's quarterback. It's also the
1: single most important position yes. of any sport. <laughs> yeah. I think. Let me make
0: this clear, and I'm saying it in the presence of Ruben Amaro yeah. Jr. The most important position in any sports franchise is general manager. Oh, you're so full of it. You with me, Roop? God, you with me, Roop? Sit on his lap when you say <laughs> that next time. <laughs> no, up. Up. It's
1: not the most. Ladies
0: important. and gentlemen, you with me, here, <laughs> here to understand how to cope with 11 levity. 1 is the man who runs the setters for sports psychology throughout the area. The legendary Dr. Joe Fish. Hi, Doc. Good morning, Angelo. Good morning, everybody. All right. So, Doc, you came to me with this because you noticed that different people are reacting to 11-1 in different ways. Please explain the psychology of people that are enjoying an amazing season.
7: Well, I I think it just reflects the different personalities that that we have and that fans have. But I would divide all the callers into two categories, Angelo. There's one that says, let's not get ahead of ourselves at 11-1. Hmm. Let's put Al in that category, you know, more practical, factual, logical. And then there's other fans that say, wow, we're 11 and one. And they'll respond to that being emotional and excitable. They set goals by reaching for the stars. So I I think you're seeing the two different types of personalities out there and the two different types of fans and how we're reacting to 11 and one. Well, that is a very
0: accurate look at it. But here's what I would say. Furthermore, since I'm in category two. The people in category two get the most out of life. The people in category one are always fighting excuses not to be happy. Is that correct?
7: Well, I, I'm a big believer as a fan and as a person in going all in because I do think it's more fun. It's you know socially it's great. You, you ride the wave, and if things don't work out, you, you pick yourself up and move on. But um, you know, there's a lot of fans in this town too that they're just more cautious by nature. I think in Philadelphia, we have a higher percentage of fans who are cautious because we've been disappointed before. And the more we raise our expectations, if things don't work out our way, there, there's more disappointment. So I, I think in Philly, because of our history, even though we're changing, um, you have more fans who are cautious than you'd find in some other cities when you find yourself responding to 11-1. and 1. All right,
0: Doc, this is the, 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 the
7: core of
0: this issue. So I take these emails, and lots of people email me in the moment during Eagle games. They're very emotional, right? I received as much as, well, during our commander's victory over the Eagles, I got over 400 emails. For this last game, a route over Tennessee, less than 100. People are more inclined to get emotional in our city when they're losing than when they're winning. Why? Why?
7: Well, I, I, I think you're, you're, we're not used to it, and we're out of our comfort zone in some ways when we're 11-1. and one. But I'll throw one other thing at you. I, I think sports fans more than non-sports fans tend to be very superstitious, if you will. And a lot of times if we comment, wow, things are going well, there's a part of us consciously or unconsciously that doesn't want to jinx the team or, or there's karma. Uh, Ruben, you understand that? It's like when a pitcher has a no-hitter and all of a sudden you don't want to say anything to him. And, and so I think that's going on, too, Angelo, and that may be why sometimes people aren't allowing themselves to get excited in the moment, and that might even be reflected by how many emails you get.
0: Well, there's one other aspect of this, talk, and it's I'm concerned about my own emotions. I'm not going to lie to you. This, these are my final weeks here at the WIP Morning Show. And my final dream, my last request, is there be a parade for the Eagles and I be on a float. And I float along. Being on a float. Uh, um, I, no, I'm not. Joe's float got me. Uh, doc, am I setting myself up for a final career disappointment if they fall short?
7: I, I like the fact that you're dreaming, Angelo. I'm I, a dreamer. I, like that, I know you are. And I, I like the fact that you can put that out there yeah. in front of all your listeners. Are you setting yourself up for some disappointment? Maybe. But are you in the moment also setting yourself up for more joy, excitement? And if we do get to the mountaintop, even a greater feeling? Yes, you are. So I encourage you to keep dreaming, keep hoping and knowing if we make it, the highs are going to be even higher. And if we don't, you're not in this alone. We'll all figure out a way to move on from it. And there's always another season.
0: Rube, life is for the living. You understand, Ruben? I'm all about the dreaming. You, you're, 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 you go for the you go. You, you go for it every you time. You didn't get to the major leagues because you were you were aiming low. No, no. you got to aim high, Doc. Correct. That's what it's about. That's I why. believe
7: that that that's the way we get the richest right. emotions out of life. So keep 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 dreaming, Angelo. Right.
0: No, Doc. Listen, I've sent a a patient over to you to talk with because he's having a lot of dark thoughts. John Johnson will be over after (laughs) you. Wait, let me get this right. You're very negative. (laughs) You would like... You you don't reach for the stars. You would like your own float at the Eagles parade? No, I am not. No. (laughs) Did I I hear that right? I do not want my own float. I want to uh, jump on a float that's already there. And I want to wave to the fans goodbye. And then as they land... You want to
5: make the Super Bowl potential parade about you.
0: I want the... And then, Dorea, where we reach the end... The, the uh, vehicle keeps going off into the sunset.
5: It's going to drive off into the <laughs> right off the pier, <laughs>
0: right, 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 right off the pier, and then you hear it. Then you You're hear
4: a couple
3: gargles. You, you hear a splash.
4: Dr.
0: Fish, we love you, man. Thank you, Doc.
7: Thanks, guys. You've got quite a creative mind, Angelo, I'll tell you.
0: Thank you, Doc. That's the way I want it to go, Johnson. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, in case you didn't know, I cannot swim. So if the vehicle lands in the water... <laughs> there hear, that, hear that glub-glub? Those are my final
7: words. <laughs> Joe, Wechter, Joe Wechter had a great idea that we tie you down to the float.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, we'll, hold the, we'll hold the strings.
0: We'll hold the strings. <laughs> 215-592-9494 when we return. I just got to get this in. When you add when you offer players a billion dollars ah, and most of them say no, what does that say about you? WIP Sports 830
6: Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All
0: right, we're coming up at eight forty-two. You know it's happening at nine o'clock, don't you? The return of Mr. Mike missinelli he was a big superstar in this station for many, many years. He went to the other station. Was there a long time? Did great there. And now he is uh, not doing it. Right now he's doing podcasts and post shows and tons of other stuff. But we need to go over the many great years he had here. We need to ask him about the legendary Steve Fredericks, his former partner. Steve-o. We need to ask him about his next partner, Howard Eskin. <laughs> A little different. <laughs> we need to ask him if he misses not the day-to-day grind of radio. Although he's doing so many other things, has a book out with his dog. You got a book out with his dog. He's also, I think, involved in the wine business now. He's doing so much. It sounds like he's too busy to do radio. (laughs) We're going to get all to that with uh, Mike in just a few minutes. But but I want to run this stuff by Ruben Mayer Jr. because we're hearing numbers in Major League Baseball right now like none we've ever heard before. Ladies and gentlemen, the San Diego Padres in their own hometown, where the baseball meetings were being held. Offered money exceeding, and I am not making this up. These are legitimate numbers, exceeding $1 billion. With a B. For three players with a B. So I'm going to just play this out for a minute because the first one involved the Phillies. So the Padres hear that the Phillies are offering Trey Turner $300 million. And they go to Turner and say, in an effort to bowl him over, they say to him, "Ah, three hundred million. We'll offer you three hundred forty-two million dollars." Remember, he's already out in L.A. He supposedly likes the East Coast, which is a little unusual. But yeah. he is already out there, and they're offering forty-two million dollars more than the Phillies.
1: A couple of things I got to say about this, please. In Back in the day, if a San Diego team gave you that kind of a contract, you would take it immediately because of the quality of life there. I mean, San Diego is just like paradise, right? For for everybody. Um, It never rains there, and it's just beautiful. In this day and age, I think there's a lot of different influences. One being the fact that I think that he wanted to be on the East Coast. Two, the Phillies have created a culture in that clubhouse that is phenomenal. Three... Um, They're coming off being a winning team, the National League champions. And four, I think having that relationship with Harper, that was a big deal that and, might and, be and, the biggest of the four and 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 he also you know he knows schwarber he knows a lot of those guys in that yep. clubhouse and there's a comfort zone there and and listen we, you, you you gotta listen to your wife sometimes she's from jersey
2: about an hour uh, outside uh, yeah. of here yeah.
1: Yeah. so yeah, yeah. And so this is a this is a, a little bit of a homecoming for the guy but all those factors really mean a lot it, it had a lot to do with why how, how we got roy halliday because he was it, for the same sort of reasons but um, but it, I, I got to give the Phillies organization a lot of credit because they've created now a culture that where people want to come play here in Philadelphia.
0: It's an amazing thing, and I think Harper's maybe as big a reason as any. Now we get to the second one. Then the Yankees are still trying to reel in Aaron judge who's going to go up in the monuments with all the other guys, and they are from $360 million. And the Padres come <laughs> along and say, not enough. We'll give you $400 million. Ah! And he says no to them again. This is three-quarters of a billion dollars rejected. How do you feel if you're a GM and people are rejecting three-quarters of a billion dollars, Ruth?
1: Well, you're not feeling very good about yourself. Ah, there's no, there, there's no question about that. But I, I think ultimately, Aaron Judge. This says a lot about Aaron Judge. He wanted to be a Yankee. He wanted to, you know, play out his entire career there. And uh, I think that's more about Judge than it is the Padres. But uh, you can't fault uh, AJ Preller for being aggressive. Man, he's 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 nutty, but he's aggressive.
0: And Johnson, good news at the end for San Diego. What's that? They found somebody to take them on. I saw Xander <laughs> Xander yeah, Bogarts, shortstop. Boss the Red Sox was willing to accept <laughs> two hundred and eighty million dollars, thereby putting the overall number over a billion. He took an eleven year two hundred and eighty million dollar deal. They finally got somebody I would have done it by the way. I would have taken the money. I think you, you would have yeah, taken two hundred and eighty million. Can you imagine how that had to feel when the guy finally said yes?
1: <laughs> you know, oh my it, god, it does never... feel good. And, and they, listen, there are four great shortstops out there. Yeah. and The fact and, and 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 Bogarts, I love. I mean, as a personality, as a player, as the uh, you know, he's a champion. He knows how to win. Um This wow. this is an indictment on the on the Boston Red Sox. This Bad, is embarrassing huh? for them. I mean, this is this was one of the storied franchises with a ton of money, and they can't pay for guys like Luki ah. Betts and Bogarts. It's ridiculous. I mean, they, it they did just, get to They a
0: Japanese guy. They to, did get a guy
1: who yeah, they, uh, they got that, like, but, but they didn't get Senga yet, so, I mean, wow. to me, I mean, I don't know what they're doing it's, over there. It's so it's wild, bizar- though. It's bizarre. The two biggest...
7: Free agents in baseball chose the northeast region of the country yeah. over yeah. the west coast.
0: You yeah. know what something's changing. They didn't like us before like this. What is it that was so great now? It
5: must be us. Mu- <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm almost positive it is us. <laughs> no doubt. I know I changed my aftershave I don't know if that had anything to do it. Stu is up next from Sheltenham. Now let's see if Stu is listening this time. Hi, Stu.
8: Yo, Ange. Good morning.
0: What's on your mind, Stuart?
8: Oh, my God. I I can see where you're going from retirement. You're going to San Diego, and they got some big numbers for you, man.
0: (laughs) I'll tell you right now, Stu. I will tell you this for sure. If somebody offered me $42 million more than what I was being offered elsewhere, my wife would pack my bags for me. Do you understand? She likes the power of the dollar. Hello, Johnson.
8: did yeah. you ever hear that story where the woman won uh, a, a giant lottery? It was like $2 million, and she came home, and she said to her husband, pack your bags. He said, for cold weather or warm weather, she goes, I don't care, just get the heck out of here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what Stu is saying is my, if my wife wins the lottery, I'm
8: done. Yeah, I doubt that. All right, all right.
0: Still, still, what are you feeling on the birds right now?
8: Well, I want to tell you something. I remember sitting in a hotel. I was waiting for my wife to finish working in King of Prussia Mall. I was hanging out watching the Eagles game. I think they were playing New Orleans, and that's when they pulled out Wentz and put Hurts in. Mm-hmm. And I watched this guy. I watched the whole team rally around him. And I said, it's a whole different psychology. This is going to be our new quarterback. I was in love with this guy from the very first day. It sucks.
0: Stu, it's simple. (laughs) And and you're right that this guy's got it. He knew the day they went to uh, uh, camp. He knew the first day when he saw how the teammates were reacting differently to Hurts than they were to Wentz. He knew. He went. You... By, what, by half mid-season, doesn't he have a pout on his face? He wants to get out. By the end of the year, he forces his way out. Goes to Indy. They don't want to play with him in Indy. They get rid of him after one year. He goes to Washington. They don't want to play with him in Washington. Now Heineke's the starter. That should tell him there's a trend developing here that nobody wants to play with you. That sucks. Wow. That's why I'm here. Still, give me a holiday saw.
8: <laughs> I try to wow people. Still, what do you got? I want to sing this beautiful song. It is definitely one of the top songs done by all the major singers. You ready for this?
0: I certainly am.
8: Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, your troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. From now on, your troubles will be miles away. I know you got time. No, wow. no, no. Wow. Stu, are you a professional <laughs> singer? That was amazing. He was crooning.
0: Okay. Yes,
8: Stu, you're
0: fantastic.
5: Unbelievable. You're, the, the treble you had on wow. some of those was...
0: Stu, Beautiful. stay online. I don't know if you, Ruben, is given extra points for singing skills. How is I, this happening I, this
5: morning? We have God. gotten people who are just.
0: Where's really that coming God. from? I think it's eleven and one. People are in the spirit. The only They're one in the I haven't spirit. heard humming all day is Johnson. Said,
7: are you a singer at all? Uh, or drinking? Spirit. Everybody's a, everybody's a singer once you've had a few, or you're in the shower, right?
0: You're in the shower. Let's picture this. You're lathering off No, I'm
7: hum. not doing this. Right? No. What are
0: you no, doing? Let's
1: not picture it. What are you doing? Do you Why sing? Do,
0: gotta... do you sing or do you uh do you hum? I hum. I'm a hummer. A I, I know my limitations. I won't do that to myself. Are you alone when you're humming? What I just? John's <laughs> on a line from the city. Hi, Johnny. Hey, I'm trying to morning, picture everybody. it. How we doing today? Go
3: ahead, John. What do you got? Uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, I want to talk a little bit about the uh, the Eagles and being this underdog. I mean, yep. obviously the uh, obviously the national sports media doesn't appreciate us or our teams, and they can continuously rate us lower. And that's where Jalen Hurts falls into the same thing. But The Eagles tend to use that as a positive and excel, and Jalen Hurts is no different. I mean, how many times was he told he can't be the starting quarterback? How many times was he told, you know, he's not going to be there? His arm isn't strong enough, his accuracy, and he keeps overcoming. So I feel that this will be a driving force for the Eagles.
0: Oh, you got to tell you something, John. I have a feeling Rhea Hughes Mm -hmm. uh, inadvertently got herself involved in this game. Because huh? she hands me this information before the thing. <laughs>
1: oh, yeah. That Instigator. the guy
0: the guy that benched, that benched Hurts in Alabama in the championship game was the head coach of the Giants. Brian Dable was the offensive coordinator at Alabama, and he told Tua, you're going in the second half, and he sat down Hurts. Now, do you think Hurts would like to show Brian Dable that he's a good player? You think he'll do that on Sunday? You Maybe a little extra
3: juice for Hurts? No, absolutely. One thing about this team is they stick together, and they stuck together. And Antonio, I mean, uh, A.J. Brown had a phenomenal game, and it's going to be no different. They're going to stick and unite, and, and they're going to want to prove and show that the Giants were wrong for letting Bradbury go and for the offensive coordinator. I mean, that's what this team is all about.
0: Well, understand. So Rhea tells me this, then I tell Kelsey it, and Kelsey says I wasn't aware of it. Guess who's aware of it now? Everybody. Thanks to Rhea Hughes. So if the Eagles Actually, win this. let me just point
5: out, I read it in the New York Post. Doesn't morning.
0: matter where you <laughs> read it. They, they did not know. Kelsey did not know that the Giants coach had demoted Hurts. Now he does. Watch out. They all got something extra to play for, courtesy of the WIP Morning Show. Nice. We're here to help. John, give me a song.
3: Rocking around the Christmas tree. That's all he's got. Oh, he only. I was <laughs> he doing that. To okay, jam. I was. You right, got it, John.
0: I liked it. It was excellent. 215 592 And for now, in the nine o'clock hour, we we do have a professional singer, Will of God, will be checking in. Oh, thank goodness. As will Chuck and Dennis and Self and Joe and Mitch and Devin. Jump on board if you want a shot. At the very end of the show, we will have you hear a produced version. A Felice Navidad, the singing debut on this show of our own, Ruben Amaro Jr. Okay. 215-592-9495. On the other side, a voice you haven't heard on our station in a long time, Mike Missinelli.